Welcome to That's What Sure Said. I'm Adam. And I'm Brooks. And this is the show where we think long and hard about The Office, Parks and Recreation, and all the other great content produced by Greg Daniels and Michael Schur. Here we go. Hey, so, uh, yeah, what do you have going on this weekend? Nothing. Mm, yeah, makes sense. Uh, that's something Andy would say. And that's something that we're going to talk about this week is uh, Andy. Andy Bernard. The Nard Dog. William Doolittle at your service. A.K.A. Will do. Will do. <laughs> Will do talk about Andy. That's why <laughs> William Doolittle's here. <laughs> yep, all those Andy things. Yep. Um, another witty Andy witticism. Um, just insert there. Golden Grams? Golden Girls? So golden ticket ideas. <laughs> <laughs> we're just gonna throw in random quotes throughout this episode. That's yeah, gonna, that's how we're gonna do it. Break me off a piece of that fancy feast. <laughs> Apple <Nailed it>. sauce. <laughs> Chrysler car. <laughs> um. Yeah, Andy. We're gonna do a little Andy deep dive. A little OD deep dive. Um. <laughs> Because Andy is, well, he is a he is a very uh, he's a character. Big character in the office. He's a big character. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't show up till season three, but he sticks around till the end. Quite the character. He mm-hmm. has quite the progression, you know, because he's kind of the same character until uh, about you know from seasons three to eight, maybe, and then from eight to nine, it's just a roller coaster. Yeah, I mean, you get a tiny, you get a tiny bit of a change when he comes back from anger management, um, right? But right. it's like, that's very his, small. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's very, very. It's sort of like what they did to Michael Scott between season one and two, where yes. they just they they rounded him off a little more, and they he wasn't just so harshly unlikable. Um, yeah, because he was unlikable at first, right? It was Andy, you know. Yeah, he was um, kind of like, yeah, I mean, his... Like by the fans? Well, yeah, and I think also just the way that they wrote him, he was he didn't really have many redeeming qualities in terms of, you know, you were always laughing at him. <laughs> and like, or he was like, you're laughing at the fact that he was like annoying Jim. <laughs> really shrewded that. Yeah, because he would be over... I mean, it was it was like a cool, interesting dynamic that we're seeing Michael be annoyed by someone in the same way that other people are annoyed <laughs> by him, Michael. Right. And so that's like a really a funny dynamic, but um, that obviously that didn't last for forever. Right. When Andy came back from anger management, he didn't have that same like harsh, annoying, you know, um, true. it's Drew. Drew. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm glad he's still like, on the one hand, you feel a little bad for him because Jim's being a dick and like won't call him Drew. <laughs> yeah, but on the other hand, Drew. it's like I like Andy better, so like I'm glad he stayed Andy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it's kind of like you're right. That's actually true. It's like because Jim, you, you do kind of feel like Jim's being a jerk about that, but then it's like yeah, but the Andy's like a better name. Just stick with your name and just change. You don't have to. You don't have to go by a whole different name. Yeah, or or even Andrew. <laughs> like Drew is just so much like so, so far that he I kind of get why Jim's like no nah, I'm not calling you that yeah and I mean <laughs> it's also different when I 
I mean, look, it's like a little bit in a comedy show, so you know, you don't. I don't want to like overanalyze it or whatever. But, but we're overanalyzing it. We have a yeah. podcast about it. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I just feel like it's different when you're a grown man and you you are <laughs> you're not. It's it has nothing to do with like gender identity or yeah. anything yeah. like that. It's literally just like I want to go by a different part of my name, like right. You're not even changing. Like, it's not even like he wants to go by his middle name now instead. Right. Like, like if I wanted to go by Robert, like, it'd be like, if yeah. I was like, I want to go by, by Am. Call me Am. Yeah. Yeah. Like, call me, call me Ad. Call me Damn. <laughs> <laughs> call me Mata. It's yeah. Adam backwards. And don't <laughs> ask any more questions. Um, it, so, yeah. I mean, look, it's nitpicking, but like, and like he and he didn't put up any kind of fight, which is sounds like victim blaming on my part. But like, <laughs> you never hear him push back at all, um, except for that go, one. Like he never true. goes back to it. That's the last time you ever right. hear him say it. Once once Jim doesn't call him that, he gives up. <laughs> yeah. Right, which is like so. I don't want to. You know, it's his right if he wants to be Drew to be called Drew. <laughs> However, it seems like he's fine with Andy. It seems like he's okay with it. Um, I think he went home one night and was just like, you know what? No, I'm going to stay as Andy. <laughs> but but the, the point of this whole tangent being that he does fundamentally change a little bit as a character. You know, when he comes back from anger management, he's a little bit more likable. Right. And then there's the whole like storyline with Angela, courting Angela and the whole like tension of him versus Dwight. And that's a big, um, that's like a big sympathizer. That's like them getting, yeah. getting us back on feeling bad for him, you know? Yeah. And yeah, exactly. And, and sympathizing for him and, and, um, and even, you know, when he finds out that Angela's cheating on him with Dwight, the, the dual episode, mm. you really like some people can even empathize with him because if you have been cheated on, it's like, Oh, now I can like understand where he's coming from. Whereas before, like, there's not a whole lot you can really relate to Andy. You know, his whole character is based Cornell, on this, like, like, yeah, like... Uppity uh, kind of... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, just really, like, well-off, privileged, and... Um, yeah. The soft underbelly of my refined upbringing is my soft underbelly. Right. So, um... But then, uh, and then, like another another like little plot detail that in a later season, um, I think it's season six, the garden party. When we learn that Andy was originally named Walter Junior. Oh yeah, that was garden party. <laughs> and then, right, and then like after a couple years, they they changed his name so that his younger brother could be Walter Junior. Like he more exemplified the name. <laughs> yeah. Walter Jr. Which is like, oh man, which is, <laughs> uh, that's another thing that it's just, it's funny, but it also makes you like feel bad for him and you kind of root for him more. Exactly. Yeah. The whole episode is very much like that, you know? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. The whole garden party episode is, is like a, <laughs> but there's also like seven of those in season eight with Andy, you know? Mm. Like it's because he is the next Michael Scott in the season. They treat, they write him exactly like Michael Scott, but we'll get, we'll get there. Okay, so basically he becomes Drew. That's what we're going to call him. Like, you know, that's his little... Yeah. That's the, the transition point. Um, and then from then until, yeah, about season seven or so, he's pretty much the same character. He's, he's you know, mm-hmm. he's likable. He's fun. He's sarcastic. He's funny. He's 
I don't know. He's kind of just become part of the office at that point without being like, he's kind of more, he's, he has a lot of the, the, the B plots, you know, he doesn't have like all the A plots, Mm -hmm. but he definitely is a bigger part of the show without being like so interfering. Like he was in the first, like in the third season where he, you know, yeah. So it's, yeah, it's the golden years, right? Because he's not, the, the humor comes from a lot of like Ed Helms performance Right. And like the writing isn't focused on him being like antagonizing or annoying or yeah. whatever. It's more focused on, you know, maybe him being oblivious to the whole like Angela thing or, you know, like <laughs> the episode when they're like touring Dwight's farm and he like everywhere he steps is like cow dung. <laughs> Why like, is even this in the, in the kitchen. kitchen? Yeah. It's just like <laughs> little things like that that are like yeah. he like truly in my opinion are the Andy golden years. It's yeah. like the best writing performance. Like, I mean, even like his costuming, it's like that. It's <laughs> yeah. still that really preppy Cornell kind of weekend attire, but right. it's like, you know, it's, it, it just adds to the character so much. And so, yeah, I yeah. think that's, those are his best, his best years. Oh yeah. Cause he has so many like good moments like that where he's basically just, like he's not part of the plot, but he's just making little comments and moments that are hilarious. That makes him a great part of the office ensemble a lot of times, you know? Yeah. Um, and like, even like in the episode where he gives, where Michael gives him all his clients and he's like, <laughs> Whoa. <And> he's like, <laughs> Stan is like, yeah, Whoa. <laughs> he's just like, <laughs> and he's like, I think we just lost another one or something. Like, <laughs> <laughs> He was like there for like two minutes. He's already lost like two clients. Like things like that, where he's just kind of like part, of, yeah, like more part of the ensemble and and less of like the main. Because I that's honestly what's unfortunate is that when he is the main character in the show, it's hard to mm. in, 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 in either way. And in, in the third yeah. season where he's got an arc, or in the later seasons, he's kind of worse. You almost need him to be more the background character to work. And I think that's that was the kind of the problem was. He was such a good he's such a good actor, but they didn't know how to write him as a big main character. They they were better at writing him as that secondary character who kind of just was part of the group, you know? Yeah, dude, totally absolutely agree with that. Like it, like another aspect that coincides with that too is like his musicianship, you know? Like yeah. they in in the first sort of iteration of it, an Andy, annoying Andy, if you will, like the only sort of way that they use his musicianship, Ed Helms' musicianship, is like, look at this, like, acapella dork. (laughs) Yeah, and he's, like, singing annoying stuff, and he's, he's like, singing in the car, like, and he's, you know, he makes the um, rock and robin ringtone recorded on my computer, you know, so it's all, like, that kind of, we're laughing at you. Yeah. Um, because he's not, not even good at that point. Like, he hasn't even gotten that... Like, when you hear his singing in the, like, third season or something, you're, like, off-put by it compared to how it is later in the show. Well, know? yeah. I mean, but I think that's still part of the performance and how it was intended. Like, exactly. It's the right. way... Yeah. It's right. like, he is a, he's a good enough um, musician and vocalist that he can, like, you know, he put together that rock and robin thing himself he really like the actor actually did just yeah himself and it's like it's good enough that it works and it sounds like something that belongs on a primetime tv show but it's also like 
got that annoying like bad quality to it yeah so it's like and then but then fast forwarding to the golden years we have a different kind of musicianship from andy that's still funny right and still provides like you know humorous color but it's not it's 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 all good right it's all it's never yeah sort of looked at and like, oh, this is bad, right? Like, except I mean, for the sitar or whatever that was when the during the Christmas oh, yeah. party, right? <laughs> yeah. It was like that's true, yeah. Except, even though he did it, I think at the end he did great, but that was after they, everyone <laughs> found out about Dwight and Angelus. Yeah, deaf room. <laughs> but um, he, yeah, that's a good point. Like, because that that's actually a great like a little exception um to that rule I I just made where mm-hmm. he yeah like he he can't play the sitar but he's trying and yeah. <laughs> Jim's like do you take requests yeah yeah what do you want to hear please stop <laughs> we're trying to have a party <laughs> and, yeah it's like that was and, another kind of rude one too <laughs> oh also, no but that's fine but it's like, also fine yeah no it's yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. thing where it's like it's a, like the line but yeah and then you have like the the Michael Scott commercial where Michael hates their song but oh, it's yeah. like it's pretty good you know so I don't know. So I think that's another part of the the Andy writing that they that they did great in those golden years. Um, Singing for, as a little girl in the, the <laughs> oh, these little girls dum, da, 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 da. said this little girl. <laughs> yeah. Why are you singing from the point of view of a little girl? <laughs> Creed's like I love it, and he's, and he's like that does not make me feel. That makes me feel awful. <laughs> like so, there's moments like that too where it's like they get. He, it sounds good, but it's also kind of weird. Yeah, you know? exactly. Like it's, it's melodically yeah. good. It's a good rhythm, but it's like kind of there's that extra Andy weirdness to it. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess that kind of leads us into the the dark years. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't the, know what to call fall, these. The, yeah. The fall of Andy. The um, <laughs> he becomes sort of a main character, uh, a hero, if you will, and he can't. He, the character does not hold up to that kind of like center of attention scrutiny. Yeah. And who knows, maybe they like intentionally were like, we're not going to make him as likable as Michael Scott, but like, I don't right. know. It's just, it's, it, it is strange how they wrote him in this like kind of half measure way of, yeah, he's got all these main plots riding on his shoulders and yet he's barely likable. Like, well, you know? yeah, it's it's weird because I feel like the seventh season, the end of the seventh season, when we were getting the transition, they did a pretty good job of making Andy still that, you know, underdog side character, but you're rooting for him. You wanted him to get the job, you know. Yeah. So then, yeah. but then once eight season eight starts and he gets the job, I'd say the first half of the season, even maybe more than that, a little bit, you're still rooting for him. You still are like, all right, he's still pretty much Andy for that we remember, but he's a little more Michael Scott, you know. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Which is a perfect example of that is the the episode where he gets the Nard Dog tattoo. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That is totally something that Michael would have done. Is yeah, make that incentive. And then gotten. Mm-hmm. Is there any D's incentivizing? <laughs> yeah. Uh, tips on this from this book. Why? Yeah. No. Um. But yeah, got it's a real like, ass tattoo situation <laughs> on my hands here. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, like there was a lot of episodes like that, but they worked the first half of the season. And you had Robert California, who was this new boss that he had to kind of, you mm-hmm. know, like one of my favorite scenes of that season was like the one where they're they're having their meeting about the numbers and they talk at this over each other at the same time. And he's like, these numbers are atrocious. <laughs> and then he's like, who's your favorite iron chef? And then he yeah. just kind of, Robert just looks at him for a second and then just was like, 
like those moments like that where they just like overlap each other or like Robert will say something that's just <laughs> and so he's like you know double your sales do it you know and then at the end he's like you know there is you know you can't have your favorite iron chef you don't you don't know food at all sometimes i feel like you don't know food at all <laughs> those moments are awesome i think that's what what the, that season was great for those <laughs> yeah yeah Right, yeah. But I think where they started to fall off with Andy was when they started to kind of make him a little more menacing, like a little more like vindictive. Like everything was like revenge. Like everything was like, Mm. and I think he probably was mad about his parents never liking him or accepting him. So it's like all this stuff, he's got reasons to do this stuff. Didn't his like his dad die? And so they had to sell the boat or something? No, no. They just like. Ran out of money? I thought yeah, that he, they, I thought that the dad died or something. Like <laughs> maybe not. Okay, from season nine, Walter Bernard Sr. goes through all the family money, causing the family to go bankrupt. Then flees to Argentina with a younger woman. <laughs> oh, there we go. Andy that's, in charge okay. of the family. Yeah. So that's so he, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So basically <laughs> then yeah, so so I you know, he's I could get why he would be more rebelling because that's what kind of what his dad did. Yeah, and then the whole Nelly thing, you know, uh, well, yeah, he triggered has a lot. his anger. Yes, obviously so. that triggered his anger. And then, like, the thing that he decided to do was something that his dad had recently done, which was flee to Argentina with all the family money, causing the family to go bankrupt, which is just kind of crazy since we just saw him, you know? And it's, like, it's just kind of funny because that was the first time we saw him was a few, ep- you know, not a few episodes because I think that was season eight. But knowing that that character just did that, it was just kind of, like, crazy you know um yeah so you know it's not like it doesn't make sense but it does make his character a lot more off-putting but like we said it may they make him a main character and it doesn't work as well it's like kind of this it was kind of the same way with him in season seven when he went to florida or that's eight sorry season eight that was eight yeah right so that was to me the beginning of his downfall because like we were saying earlier like yeah the start of him being manager under robert california yes for a brief time it did kind of start to work and they had that balance of like comedy but also you know he's likable and you're rooting for him and then yeah the first chink in that armor is him you know like you're saying kind of understandably like doing this crazy thing but like even if you could go along with him as a character for like going to florida to get win aaron back right even if you can get on board with that the way he handles the whole jessica thing breaking up with her was like really cringy and like bad and like and then it's like that's another little chink (laughs) and then when he gets back it's like the whole nelly thing starts happening and then that's a huge chink and he like punches a hole in the wall again and like (laughs) And then there's like the whole thing everybody knows about him, like impotence, the impotence thing. Oh God, yeah. Like, like and then so it's just really quickly downhill from there. Yeah. Um. So and then and then at the end of season eight, is that when he goes on the boat, like with Josh Groban? I think that's season nine. Um, yeah. Because that's when like Pete. Because that's when like Pete takes over, kind of like. Because that's when he finds out. Oh, yeah, like yeah, Midway yeah. through season nine or something, and then him, her, and Pete have already kind of been talking. And now that he's gone, like this, this is kind of their chance to kind of talk and watch Die Hard and stuff like that. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's you know, it, and there's some funny, uh, there's some funny moments obviously within those, but like 
Even like the one where it's like the they're skyping and he's on the boat and he's like, I'm kind of going crazy. <laughs> and it's like, isn't, <laughs> yeah. his, isn't he with his brother? Like, what? What is he talking about? <laughs> like, it's yeah. He, and he kill his brother? Like, what? I don't understand. Like why they had that scene there, you know? It's kind of like the baseball fail video. Like, there were so many dumb openings in that night. Or did season. we miss something where he, like, <laughs> dropped his brother off at a, on an island or something? Like Maybe. I mean, yeah, exactly. Like, some of this stuff we might not know until, like, the super fan episodes. Um, you know, unfortunately, we'll have to redo all these. Um, but, <laughs> but, I mean, with what we currently have in the actual show, yeah, we don't really see what happens with the brother. Uh, we just know Andy goes off and... He he was tweeting a lot. No, but that's what I'm saying is maybe you and I are just forgetting like a throwaway line about how. Oh, oh, like we maybe... dropped him off at blah blah blah. Well, definitely they didn't have him at that. They didn't say it in that scene because I always think about it. But I mean, maybe mm-hmm. somewhere else. Yeah, maybe. And then I guess in the the finale, the character has a. Uh, yeah, I guess you know. finale is like another tier of him, which is kind of post baby Wawa. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, which right, is like let's talk yeah. about let's all right let's 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 end this with um the living the dream okay let's let's yeah. end it with that storyline because that's that, it's funny I think that's kind of his best storyline in the end ser- seasons like other than yeah. Robert California but that that's kind of his chance to kind of k- get back and be kind of funny even though it's like you feel bad for him and it's like kind of cringy but it's like. I like seeing him go on the show and like break in and stuff and then become a viral video. Like that's hilarious. Like that's yeah. I think one of their funniest little things they've done in the last, the, in those last couple seasons in general, joke wise, you know? Yeah, I totally agreed. And it, and it gives a great way for them to channel like all that love from, from the fictional audience at right. the end where they're all like cheering for him and stuff yeah um Not because <laughs> yeah yeah and like because it's like at first you think oh they're gonna like make fun of him or something but then it's like a surprise like he's right. surprised that they're cheering for him instead of like booing him or whatever because he's the like, butt of a viral of joke for like yeah and that's what you think like that's why everyone's like the whole time they're like oh are you okay andy and you know and yeah like you know phone didn't didn't ring same number <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like it's also, I mean, just to go back really quickly, like, you know, that season nine Andy is again, like it's a crazy roller coaster. I mean, he's he's all over the place, you know? Yeah. yeah. And it's like he has the breakdown with like the adopting the dogs and then <laughs> he somehow like turns it all around and figures out a way to like steal Dunder Mif or Saber's like biggest client and then like yeah. sell the whole th- company to David Wallace and <laughs> right. like it's like more than all of the cool competent things Michael Scott has ever done combined That's in this true. one act and it's just like we just I mean we just accept it because it's convenient plot wise and right. like um but <laughs> it's true though it's like so many good and bad things that happen like right. he redeems himself then he jumps off the cliff then he climbs back up then he jumps off it's just like Literally, the whole ninth season is that, yeah. basically, and, and part of the eighth season. But especially yeah. the ninth season, because the ninth season, the, you're right, especially near the end, it's it's a bunch of, well, he does something to redeem himself, and then he does something else, you know, and then he's boss again, but then he's kind of a dick about, like, <laughs> Nelly's, like, adoption forms and, like, things like, yeah. just, like, little things like that where he's kind of, like, and like you were saying, where 
he's redeeming himself in by getting back the company, but then he looks like an idiot trying to like have one delicious moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like he can't yeah, yeah. balance it out. Like or it, it's just man, it's it's hard to watch in those last couple seasons with Andy because yeah, but also it's like it's realistic to how some people might be if they're kind of a crazy or b going through something intense. You know, it's it, it's good realistic writing, but it's also kind of like frustrating writing right you know it's like that thing where yeah. it's like yes yeah, so people do this and people can be crazy and kind of have this kind of change of like where they're like smart and they're doing all these things but they're also like making these huge mistakes like constantly it's hard to kind of like like relate and, and, and like that character that much you know uh, but it's also you can't really fault the writers for trying something different and making the characters not just the same you know yeah. So I, I, you know, it is what it is. I think it's, I think it's good. I think I, the, we'll always have those golden years for from Andy to watch, and <laughs> you know, later seasons we'll have more interesting Andy, and uh, you know, yeah. Yeah, and then in the finale, it's like they bring back Golden Year Andy for just one more time. Yeah, that's true. He's yeah, he basically is Golden Years. They, they it's like they realize which character they needed to bring back. They they're like, okay, we're not going to bring back Andy from season three. <laughs> or from season eight or nine, let's bring back season six, Andy. You know, yeah, um, and that's where he fits best. So, yeah, yeah, and that's what sure said. 